Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news. Dungeons and Dragons. Stupid, mindless There will definitely be some bet. That's probably our best. Lot that, that's, 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 our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon. This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now, back to our show. Hey, geeks! It's Blue Samurai, and I'm with... Rebeculous, don't spill my beer. And next to me, I am still Paul. And of course, we are Geeks of Cascadia, and we've got We're a geeks. great episode We're for you Cascadia. today. And Blue Samurai is back. I'm back. There Hi. he is, right there. See him. We yes. missed you. He was busy we tra- missed you traveling horribly. the lands, meeting out justice. Mm, yes. I'm sure yes. if you listened to the last mm. podcast, you could tell how sad. We, we both so, sounded. We were so sad. I had yeah. to pause it and wipe my tears. Uh, yes, as I was editing, I was just crying all over my, my old keyboard from my old laptop. Well, laptop so I am one. back, and of course I'm back because we've got Greg Tito Greg on Tito. our show. Oh, oh my Dragon goodness. Talk. Yeah. yeah. He's oh, so he's dreamy. He's my new favorite person. I know. He's such a me? nice guy. He is. He's he, nice. He's smart. He's cute. He's nice. And he's... And he's Smart. really inclusive. He's great to talk yes. to. Yes. It's like that's all covered under nice. All you just want. You just like. I want to be your. Can I be your buddy? I, I know. Once, like maybe once a year. I know. I wanted to you. take him out to the bar for a drink after the interview, but he was busy living his yeah. life, yeah. doing things. God, he has such a fun job too. Yes. I get to be Greg Tito's friend. We should send him more stuff. We should send yeah. him more stuff. We should do that. Mm. Oh, well. Buy his friendship. It won't get creepy at all. He, uh, <laughs> no. eh, a long past caring but about that. We, but it was a great interview just about was. what's going on with, um, of course, uh, uh, Wizards and uh, mm-hmm. Dragon Talk itself. Yes. And, uh, and all the, the Dungeons stuff and Dragons, doing. yeah. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. I like Dungeons right. and Dragons. Speaking of Dungeons okay. and Dragons. It's okay. Um, nice tonight, shirt, by the way. Thank you. You have a nice shirt, uh, too. Thank you. Rebecca? Yeah. I have a nice yes. shirt. It is nice courtesy shirt. of Paul. And, and yes. Paul's old shirt. <laughs> of course, it's D&D night. It's the only it one I have that's awesome. clean. So. And we're at Around the Table in Linwood, Washington. Mm, yes. We're not really around the table, though, are we? And no. Paul, what is, side of it. what is that? That is the, right now your sole purpose to drive to Around the Table in Linwood, Washington. to get Because today is February 28th. It's the day that the Dungeon Mayhem expansion and container pack comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you and, haven't played Dungeon Mayhem, you are yeah, missing new out. New cute characters. Well, yes. there's six new characters. Super easy to learn. You can be a beholder. You can be uh-huh. a gelatinous cube. Which I, I believe the name is Blorb. Blorb. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I believe so. I always wanted yes. to be Blorb. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see the Valentines they put out for this? No. Oh, they, they put out special Valentines on the internet for you to send to your loved one. It's like oh. Blorb was like, I just want to hold you forever. That's, yeah. that's, that's beautiful. That's really sweet because yeah. he can because yeah. he's gelatinous. Yes, exactly. Or she. Well, um, let's go into the news. What do we got for the news? Uh, con well, Rebecca news. had a special request for con news. Um. You did? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Was that you want last actual, week, actual, so you think I might <laughs> yes. remember this request? Yes. Okay. Actual convicts. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Harvey oh, Weinstein wow. was found guilty and sentenced like um, three years in prison so far. I was going to say, that's it? Three? Well, okay. he's going to go to California to get tried there, too. 
Does he get his own private cell? Is he with I people? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then there's Roger Stone. No, Roger I Stone got three years. Harvey I'd, Weinstein got like 25 years. I don't know if he, even if I'd touch Harvey Weinstein if I were a prisoner and I want. He's just nasty. Yeah. Like, but, I wouldn't even uh-huh. be that desperate this ever. Is, this is a special um, U.S. justice segment of our show that we, that we call Con News. Okay. I like it. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yes, there we go. This is right up there Very with nice. Blazer Con. Very nice. <laughs> speaking, bum, bum. Of Bla- speaking of Blazer Con, it's tomorrow, oh, February right. 29th. Grab your Blazers. Grab drive your blazers, in your Blazers. Light up your doobie. Whatever they do there. Yes. Right. Um, I actually have a description of what they do there right. this blazer. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blazer Con is an annual free admission student-run pop culture convention um, sponsored by the Centralia College Art Club. And by the time this comes up, it will it'll already be, be over. over. <laughs> but you're going to want to go next year because it looks great um, yes. because that's all the information I have. All right. Oh, it's Blazer Con 3. Blazer Con 3. Oh. And other than that, March 5th through 8th in Surrey, British Columbia. Um, Blue Samurai is going to love this one. It is Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. Right. Um, they're going to have a cutie pageant, okay. uh, a dance competition. I'm going to win that. A variety show and some charity stuff going on there. And it's tabletop games or? Um, uh, no. You're not just doing random conventions. Not like random, just local conventions. Like a, yeah, there's an insurance convention. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God, that would be great. <laughs> we should start doing that. There's a dental hygienist no, convention. No, we should not do that. Um, and it's, not until they pay us. It's um, mainly furries and shiny oh. things, according to their website. I apologize for Whoa, those geez, signs. Come on, Sorry. man. Hey, you know, Seriously? drinking beer. And then, uh, and my I notes. Say? I also have coming up. What is it? March twelfth or fifteenth? It's called Eek. E C C C. Oh, Emerald City Comic Con. Oh, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's going to be some dude called Mark Ruffalo there. When is that, by the way? Uh, that's March twelfth through fifteenth. I thought it rhymed with. Buffalo. Ruffalo? 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 Ruffalo. I don't know. What do you think they Nick, what do you think they teased him like in school? What do you think they, they probably called call him a buffalo? Do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now who's got the who's laughing That's right, now. who's laughing now? That's right. They're also going to have a, so a, a panel or something with the Back to the Future cast. Oh wow. There's a charity art auction. Is Crispin but, Glover gonna be there? Oh uh, my god, I'll go. I did not see him. He's a crazy person though. Sorry. Yeah. Well, maybe that was just an aside <laughs> that I didn't want everyone to hear. Well, he heard it. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> the, I wanted it. Yeah. The charity auction is benefiting Seattle's Children, Children's Hospital. Oh. Which is totally awesome. That's always good. And it's at That's the Washington State Convention Center. So thank you. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and if that's like too much for you, or you can't go that weekend, but you are free um, on uh, March 20th through 22nd, there's Capital City Comic Con, which is in Victoria, B.C., they have um, spe- some of their special guests, Trisha Helfer from Battlestar Galactica. Oh, which you should okay. watch. Have you watched that? I haven't because I can't get it. I don't. It's not on Netflix. Oh, right? oh it's. it's not, yeah. uh, I'm not sure what it's on. It's on something because I was watching it. But um, you, I have so many things in my queue. It's so good. Watch. It's so good. It's I haven't even watched The Mandalorian um, yet, man. Sean Gunn. I have a list. Roll your eyes know. at me. They also have Sean Gunn. Anyway. Black and blue samurai. <laughs> done with you. And Gates McFadden. <gasps> Gates. Gates McFadden, yay. Yeah, Our favorite Gates. doctor who doesn't know how to doctor. And <laughs> because she, Star Trek writers can't write. <laughs> she doesn't need to. She's she's pretty right. and maternal. Yes. Don't you just take the the 
the you do take, daddy thing the, 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 and then you run you. over the body yes, and then and you go, says, hey, I don't know what's wrong with this like, person, Captain. <laughs> it looks like uh, you need a blooty blooty. Uh huh. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Sounds like you're a doctor to me. Also coming up in Longview, Washington, March 27th and 28th is NanoCon Mark 7 Science Fiction Convention. Joy and imagination through science fiction. Their big star, who is one of my favorite um, actors, uh, what does he call that when you just act little parts and things? Um, oh, I can't remember what that's called. Actor? Character actor oh, okay. um, is a, a Brian Thompson. For me, well, he's in lots of stuff. He's a big guy. He's most famous for being that weird alien bounty hunter guy in X Files that just showed up and never spoke. Just <laughs> trying to put a picture of him up for the YouTube viewers. But that's mm-hmm. Saturday, March 28th. And 20th, oh, he's going to be there on Saturday, March 28th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And there's different levels of, of passes. Like you can have lunch with him. Um, if you buy the Platinum Pass, just go to the website. I'm going to put that up here. Um, people. He's ripped. He's in all, I, he's I in all kinds of really cool movies. Yes. He's on, on the yes, B side got, of movies. He's got that face that can be in every yes, movie. Yes, yes. He's great. Hmm. And that's Nanocon Mark 7. Woo! All right. Yeah. We got anything for game news? We got a couple. I didn't have a lot of time. But... There is this uh, lovely little <laughs> D&D uh, role-playing role game called Stitches and Stuffing, and Lost Souls is the little subtitle, Souls, S-O-L-E-S. Oh, of and course. And it's all, um, <laughs> it's like D&D, but with sock puppets, and it looks really cute. Uh, it says it's quite the yarn. Get it? <laughs> uh, welcome to the Principality of Weaves, a wondrous land of hardworking sock folk. Fantastic fabric fantasies and plush pillowy landscapes. And there's a picture of, of the king or the prince, Prince Argyle. <laughs> oh, Ar- yes. Oh, oh please, wow. oh, please put a picture yes. of Prince Argyle. Well, I'll see what I can do. It depends right on what's there. available. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, that was super cute. Um, so, in this idyllic linen world ruled by the benevolent and soft Prince Argyle, the meek socklings live in prosperity and peace. But now, something sinister, wait for it. Is a foot. Oh. <laughs> oh! I can't get enough of this. Uh, so that is uh, basically a tag along in this unraveling tale. There's so many puns in this description. How I... are they doing on this Kickstarter? They are. Let's see where it is here. Should oh, there's the little picture. Should it be at the top? Is like, it at the top? Yeah, it's at the top. Usually, here, uh, hold on. Let me adjust my. Uh, right. It. Fast moving the third. Fifty-four dollars pledged. They're only they're looking for five hundred. That's not out of the realm. Uh, About two weeks left. Okay. Yeah. Hey, shut up. They might get it done. Come on, maybe baby. maybe with the power of our podcast, we'll yes. push them up. It looks super super cute. I'm okay. sure it's uh, probably you know more for younger folk, but I'd play it. Sounds like fun. Yes. Uh, rather than using the standard battle grid associated with Dungeons Dragons Fifth Edition, this game is played using the sock puppet theater of the mind. You'll just have to buy it to see what that means. Or I could tell you. Or you could look it up on Kickstarter. Or you could look it up on Kickstarter. Anyway, uh, that's it. So that is um, that is uh, Stitches and Stuffing, Lost Souls. And just the opposite end of the spectrum of that role-playing game is this <laughs> tabletop horror RPG called The Midnight World. And it explores, I don't know why I chose these two, it explores the themes of anxiety and PTSD. In a world of monsters. Oh. I know, I know. I was kind of like, do we want to advertise that? Uh, so this thing starts with the sentence, once long ago you saw something horrible, dot, dot, dot. 
and basically monsters are real, and this takes place in the midnight world, and you are one of the touched, it's capital, oh, capital touched people, yeah. who have had, who have all had encounters with the nightmares beyond the veil of reality. Oh, God, touched wow. my screen. A Don't touch your screen. Together with a handful of other survivors, you will find yourself submerged once more in the terror of that moment long ago. This doesn't sound like something I'd want to do, really. No. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to go back to my terror when that spider crawled across my face in the tent when I was a little kid. Oh, oh my no. God. Uh, Is that why you like spiders? Oh, that might be. Uh, your decisions will guide you. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of like, a, you know, D&D-ish type of thing. Uh, really nifty art in this thing. Really cool skeletal half-horse trees that are on in flame and oh my gosh this art is terrific oh yeah that's i cool. know god this vulture bug spider bloody thing oh it's great uh so um unlike the regular rpg games midnight world focuses on mental health as a central concern for every character while some horror games toy with the notion that a mind can be broken by a traumatic event the midnight world explores how the psyche might be might instead be wounded and eventually recover that was a call Cthulhu dig. Was it? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the result is a carefully crafted system that handles mental illness in a more respectful and more representative way than similar games, but remains accessible and fun for any kind of story your table may want to tell. So yeah. you decide for yourself. Looks cool. kind of cool, though. And let's see what that deal is. That is... Uh, Oh, they're almost at their goal. They got wow. a month to go. They're gonna. Okay, they're gonna cool. get there. The Midnight World. And that is out of. Uh, it's from James <laughs> Davy, and it's out of Atlanta, Georgia. And I forgot to say who does the uh, wow. stitches and stuffing because I know you want to know because I know you want to get it. James Newmeister ah, is okay. is the chap who created stitches and stuffings. I like it, James. I think it's great. Pay no attention to Blue Samurai's <laughs> comments. And that's all I have. All right. I'm well, sorry. That's it. It's okay. It's okay because Thanks. I've got something more. Do you guys you remember our good friends, Victoria and Alex? Do you remember those two? We do. Yes. Yes. We met them at Dragonfly. Check out at episode 60 uh, where we interviewed them, and they were talking about their wonderful game, Gladius. Didn't it win an award? I Yes. The Lucy's the People's Lucy, Choice Award yes, yes. at uh, BTX. And they, uh, they call their company Cat Quartet Games. Uh-huh. And guess what? Their game is now on Kickstarter right now. Cool. Yes. So check and it, it out. it looks great. Yes. And right now, um, at, as of this particular date, what's the date today? The 28th. The 28th. Uh, there's 19 days to go. So by the time uh, we put this up, you will be, you'll be you still have yeah. time to, to get it. And we highly encourage you to oh, get yeah. this. Oh, yeah. And they were so awesome. Oh, yeah. To Gladius. So be sure to get that. That is uh, pretty cool. Um, that, that looks they're, like cool they're doing well. And they've already busted through their goals. So yeah. it, it's going to happen. And speaking of friends of the pod who are still on Kickstarter... Our good friend David Gerard yes, from, David. Ju- from Junk Spirit Games, mm-hmm. Slipstrike is going gangbusters. He's at um, over ten thousand of six thousand um, needed. Good, because it's the best game ever. Lots of backers. It's a great mm-hmm. game. Actually, yeah. did you see my post on Facebook? Um, Playtest Northwest posted a photo of you on Twitter. Oh, um, playtesting Slipstrike. Cool. Pretty yeah. cool. cool. It's very cool. It was fun. Um, it's a great game. Yeah, she lost. It's really a great game. I, uh, but we don't, there's no evidence. There's, there's going to be like, but, but when, when it's, uh, there's my testimony, um, and Steve was there, yeah, <laughs> and David. But it was still fun, even though it I was lost. super fun. So, mm-hmm. um, so I backed it. I, I'm super excited to get that. It's going to be sometime in like September, I think. And um, 
but it's still available on Kickstarter for like when this airs or goes up like 10 mm-hmm. more days. Mm-hmm. So you can still get it. It's a super fun, fast pace. Did you back it like what level? What did you, I what backed did you, what did you it at the 2v2, two slip strike, orange and blue. Neat. Yeah. Neat. I want that's the orange. A, I want the that's orange a standard okay. game. Have you right. backed it yet? There's still time. I think we have to go to commercial. <laughs> we have to go to commercial? I mean to. I'm just a lazy ass. Because it's a great player. couples game. It is. As long as you like to attack each other. Uh-huh. Absolutely. What couple doesn't? And you can yeah. also go back through our feed and then find out when we interviewed David Gerard at uh, Dragonflight. That's true. Which is probably going to be about 59 He's or 58. He's yeah, I don't know which one it was. Yeah, it was, uh, it was like somewhere around 60. But he's been like pumping out these games and he is oh yeah he's doing great amazing. he's doing so great passionate about it oh yeah, yeah. i mean it's kind of a, i mean yeah he's been doing it but that's not his uh i mean he's got a real job and everything and then he also does this yeah. on the side it's kind of and until orca comes he's a parent geez where where's the spare time oh. yeah oh. I guess and he doesn't watch as much TV as the rest of us. Until Orcon, he was my favorite person to talk to when we're doing a, a podcast oh, interview. Episode 57. Episode 57. Yep, check that but out. But now, unfortunately, he's been eked out by like Greg, Greg Tito. Tito. That's <laughs> right. Oh, dear. Oh, That's dear. Right. Should we go to Greg Tito now? We should go to Greg Tito. Okay. And then, and then let's, you, David? let's watch it again. Let's watch it again. That's we'll, right. We'll just loop that in twice. That's right. <laughs> All right, when you put up Greg Tito, can you put a little heart? Around Greg Tito. I might be able to do that because I have new software. All right. That's great. <laughs> yes. Well, let's check them out then. Let's go. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks! We have a special guest. You know, on this podcast, we've talked to Peter Atkinson, we've talked to Larry Elmore, we've talked to Andrew Hackard, we've talked to Wolfgang Chris Primus, yeah, Wolfgang Bauer, and of course, I've been chasing this tabletop <laughs> celebrity around, and literally. now we have him, literally. <laughs> we have Greg Tito from Dragon Talk! Woo! <laughs> Thanks for having me, geeks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. No problem. Hey, so, Greg, what's happening, man? What's what's going on? Well, it's the year of the double crit. So mm-hmm. everything is uh, coming up uh, 20s, I think, for, for, for Dungeons & Dragons and for, like, the tabletop community in general. Awesome. Right. And you, uh, you came here to Wizards about was it five years ago? Yeah, or so? uh, I started March 2015, mm-hmm. which uh, is oddly enough the same month. Might even be like close enough to the day that Critical mm-hmm. Role debuted wow. on yes. uh, the Geek and Sundry channel way mm-hmm. back in the day. So uh, yeah, my trajectory with tabletop and D and D, at least in a more public-facing way, has been mirrored by having this rise of streaming right. and podcasts yeah. and all that stuff uh, come to fruition. So yeah, I moved to this area too. I was. A often visitor for PAXs and things like that, but uh, I had to convince my wife to be like, yeah, you want to move to the Pacific Northwest? (laughs) Right. Yeah, what was your role beforehand? Didn't you work for, uh, it was uh, PC gaming or something like that? It was a smaller than that uh, video game Mm -hmm. uh, website uh, that was called The Escapist, and it was great to Mm -hmm. a point, and then it got less great, uh, and then laid me off. So 
Uh, <laughs> luckily yeah. enough, I was able to uh, kind of take all that experience from writing about video games and always pushing to have more tabletop content be on a gaming website uh, like that. Um, and then someone at Wizards noticed that and was oh, like, cool. oh yeah, maybe you could do the, the other side where you're not writing about the games, but you're getting other people to write about right. games. Huh. Cool. And uh, then of course I took all my content creation skills and put that to work yes. immediately with Dragon Talk and, and improving that web podcast and getting it out there. So. In your background, your, your educational background is a the theater major, That's right. right. So you yeah. kind of a, maybe that's, apply that's that. Great and all that? Absolutely, yeah. I was a theater and English major, so I have oh, two okay. degrees, wow. which I got concurrently, and they were both useless degrees that, you know, <laughs> as, as some of the older generation used to call them. Um, but yeah, I've been using all those, uh, you know, uh, instincts about producing content uh, and trying to apply it to a more marketing-heavy way to get the word out about Dungeons & Dragons. And, you know, like I said, Critical Role was, was not my doing, but I kind of was one of the people at Wizards that was like, we need to support and and get more of this type of content out there right. and uh, bring them into the fold and, and it's worked really well. I noticed that, you know, I, I was, I've been listening to Drink Talk for a long time before before you got there and I noticed there was a kind of a shift in how they did Dragon Talk and I guess that was your role to kind of change that and, and more of the, um, and the other media forms, I guess. Uh, so you, you, did you, were you the one that said, hey, we're going to do uh, Lore You Should Know, and we're going to have these different segments? Yeah, yeah, because it was mostly just an interview show uh, yeah. when I mm -hmm. approached it. I don't think even it had a name. I think it was just the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Yeah. Uh, right. And I knew that my colleagues, Shelly, were doing it with, uh, Shelly Mazzanoble was doing it with Bart Carroll, as well as Trevor Kidd, who was on the team there. And it was, it was just, it was like once a month. They kind of did mm -hmm. it when they had time. It was, yeah. it was less of a kind of a regular thing and I was again coming from that content creation side I was like you got to have you know some some uh, uh, design right behind right. what you're doing because I think oh, talking about it and interviewing people is fantastic but let's get on a more uh, regular schedule so we went to a mm -hmm. weekly schedule and then realized that folks like listening to people like Chris Perkins and yes. Jeremy Crawford yes, and We're Kate Welch yeah. talking yeah. about what makes the game great and so uh, I try to insert that into each episode too because I knew that longtime fans would want always want that content and, yeah. then, and then it was a way to also then elevate people in the community who may not have the notoriety that some yeah. of those designers have and right. then be able to give them a voice but still have something for those hardcore D&D fans who wanted to find out about it's it. Really so, great. Oh, I'm for sorry. People like me and Rebecca, we've been playing like for four or five years, so we don't have all. We didn't read all these Ravenloft books or whatever, mm -hmm. and we haven't read all of the um, the Drizzt things. So yes, mm -hmm. we don't know all of this lore. So we can too. We can listen mm -hmm. and learn a little bit of something without spoilers. It's not going to be over so over, I've, over our heads because it, it's mm -hmm. going to be helpful. Like it'll be, it'll be really helpful. helpful. Okay. I mean, there, yeah. every once in a while there's a tiny spoiler. Like I knew we were getting oh, a like flying spoilers. machine. No spoilers. <laughs> 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 Dark King's Thunder. It's like ah. No, Chris Perkins. Right. Uh, no, and that was actually, I mean, I was a D&D &D fan for a long, long time, but I didn't really know too much about the Forgotten Realms. Yeah. So I'd read a few of those novels, but not really deep. And so when I was on the team, yeah. I was like, hey, I know there's probably a lot of people who are like me who want to get this information out there, but yeah. they don't yeah. have time to read through you know, the countless books yeah. that you've yes. mentioned. And, yes. and of not course, the, the D&D &D yeah. team is the stewards of a lot of that knowledge. So I was like, let me be that... Um, uh, sounding board to be able to eke out the information that's locked away in their heads yeah. and not necessarily play dumb, although there were a lot of parts where I was like, I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> well, that's right. part of your job yeah. as an interviewer. Yeah. Like, 
uh, and it's worked out really well. Oh, that's cool. Now, did you were you the one that started with the idea about doing these live streaming in LA? Like, was all centrally wow. uh, located? First, you did it at Washington State. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I know you can't put it back here. I, I understand. I, it's it's hard because you got to fly people over here. Though I, I would love it if that could happen again. But I understand. Um, but you you were the one that kind of developed all that because that's great, by the way, and amazing that people pay this money to go watch people play D&D. Right. Well, I don't think anybody uh-huh. predicted that, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. even Chris Perkins, when he was doing uh, Acquisitions Incorporated, which was the kind of, you know, progenitor of all of this streaming oh, entertainment, right. um, he didn't think anybody would want to watch people play D&D. He was like, I'm just, wow. oh, we'll do it, but whatever. <laughs> right. And then I think it was at Gen Con when they had their first live recording and there was, mm-hmm. you know, standing room only and people way back and he just, yeah. it yeah. blew everyone's yeah. mind. They were like, I didn't think that was you know, going to be entertaining for anyone. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it was, uh, you know, for a long time, Dungeons and Dragons was uh, the much, much smaller brand that was at mm-hmm. Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. And so resources were a bit thin, I will say. Mm-hmm. And we had to really pick and choose what was going to get the most people excited about this fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons that was coming out there and gaining some steam. Like when I came on, it had already been about six months since uh, the first core rule books for fifth edition were published. Um, and at the time they were doing these trailers. I don't know you might remember when, when Tyranny of Dragons was came, come out, there was a cinematic trailer that was done and then there was yeah. one done for Out of the Abyss, uh, which was uh, the 2015 larger story. And we were just going back and forth as a team trying to be like, do we want to spend, because cinematic animated trailers are very expensive as you might know even though it's only like a minute and a half of content it can be you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to 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 get that content you know up to the level that we wanted it to be and then we had this conversation about whether or not we wanted to uh bring in all of the community that we've been seeing Mm -hmm. who are talking about and marketing our our games almost in a more effective way than than we were with these trailers and so we decided to uh you know again bring them into the fold and have them be a part and they were all fans as well so Mm -hmm. Even though you know you're geeking out about talking to me, there were people like you know, like Matthew Mercer or or um, even on the entertainment side like uh, um, uh, Brian Posehn, who was a comedian, uh, who was yeah. geeking oh. out about being able to be. Oh, I'm on an official Wizards yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, yeah, so you, we use that. You can feel their excitement. Yeah, right. Because they're just as much as you know nerds as we are, yeah. and. Um, Activating them and getting them into, like, like I said, into the fold was a big part of that first event. We did one in LA called D and D Live from Meltdown back when uh, Meltdown mm-hmm. Comics was oh, on yeah, yeah. Sunset mm-hmm. uh, wow. uh, Boulevard, and it was much smaller. You know, it was about you know it was a, it was a comic book shop, yeah. um, but that was the the real nascent like first attempt, and it's been growing ever since. So right. when we did uh, Stream of Annihilation next here in, mm-hmm. in Seattle, that was the next evolution. That was the first time. Um, that I think we brought in uh, a larger group of, of of influencers, I guess you could call them, and then it's been uh, expanding ever since, and and hopefully trying to get more. And then having the public be involved yeah. was a was a big goal, so that even though it's a it's a convention, you know, uh, growing to be one time mm-hmm. a, a size as big as OrcaCon. <laughs> yeah. um, but there is that small convention feel to it too, yeah. which I think is this great balance so it's not it's you got all these big names of people who want to be involved in it but if you do spend the money and go to this event you can just sit in a table and you know talk awesome. to these folks and feel like everybody's a, a, a dork about dnd just like just like they are i think it's great that you're kind of incorporating all these different podcast these streaming podcasts out there and you're tying into the new season the new campaign 
Um, I like how you did last time with, with Descendant Avernus. And, yeah. and the Waterdeep one before that, it was really cool because each podcast um, was tied into the other and the story. Right. Um, and it didn't give you too much, you know, spoiler, but it was enough to kind of get you interested in Waterdeep. That's an internal problem trying to yeah. argue with people about whether we can spoil things or not. Yeah. I know you have yeah. a little bit of yeah. uh, <laughs> thoughts about that. Um, but for me, it was always like, how do you get people excited about a right. story if you're exactly. not giving yeah. something? you got to give something. Yeah. I like what you're doing, so there, yeah, there you nice. go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I do I, I do admit that there are a few times where I'm like, oh, what? Is, maybe that should be a secret. It's like, oh, listen, it's like, oh, they're going down a road I don't want to hear. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll just fast forward. <laughs> yeah, smart. Well, D&D has grown so much. Um, and it's it's basically, I'd say, almost mainstream. Nearly. I mean, they're already talking about. Well, thank the, you. Yeah. Please tell yeah. please tell all your mainstream yeah. friends well, about that. Well, for example, it's like yeah, I know I've listened to you on Dragon Time. We've talked uh, too a couple times. I I've played D D since you know the second edition, you right? A wee lad. And I know you Very you tiny. had a similar situation where you know you had to deal with that satanic panic oh, yeah. and all that crazy stuff. And by the way, it's Asmodeus. Um, <laughs> that's why we do what we do. It's right. Asmodeus. Right. We had to sign a contract. That's right. And now you're talking about not just the new generation because my kids are into it. Yeah. But folks that are like, hey, my age. I mean, Paul and Rebecca's here. I mean, they're my age. They didn't play when I played, and they got into it five years ago. When I was a child, did not invite me to play. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> the invitation was always on the table. Right, right. Yeah, you could have taken it up at any time. Uh, no, it's true. It's interesting because I think. Uh, that ingrown nature of it being a bad thing to do, still, we're I think we're still holding on to that a little bit, the older generation. Yeah. But the younger generation has none of it. In fact, yeah, right. it's almost the opposite, where parents, uh, some of which I've met at conventions like, like OrcaCon or even at HasCon, which we held in uh, Rhode Island, was a little bit more of an eye-opener for me because that was a convention that had My Little Pony uh, and Lego and and uh, Nerf and all those mm-hmm. things that you wouldn't associate with the Satanic Panic at all. And we had people coming up to our D&D booth, which was, I think, in the Tomb of Annihilation era. So there were, like, nasty-looking goblins yeah. and, you know, zombie <laughs> dinosaurs, which, of course, all of the, you know, school-aged children that were walking through were really excited about. They're like, oh, my God, yeah, look at these yeah. cool things. Yeah. And... I was expecting to get at least some hint of uh, a parent not wanting to be involved in it, but to uh, a person who came up to me, they were all like, wait a second, so this is about kids spending time with each other, uh-huh. looking mm-hmm. each other in the eye and yeah. reading books? <laughs> yeah. right. uh, how do I make this happen? Yeah. How do I get my kid in on this? And that was, again, just totally eye-opening for me, and I it's, think... I feel, I'm sorry, it's definitely no, done yeah. a turnaround just because uh, some of the other game to grow, and these, like it's now being used for that purpose to draw out either special needs or just shy kids or anything mm-hmm. and, and yeah I was totally shy kid and I we didn't I, probably they played D&D down the block for me but no one invited me just like yeah. Paul I know, and yeah it's, it's, it's like this tool because to, it has all the components it's like you make decisions and you kind of have to work with others unless you yeah. be yeah. a jerk and there's a creative and problem solving yes that yes. too yeah. Working together as a team, right. so everybody's got and different. And I don't even know if that was part of the original design. Someone probably just wanted to create a cool mm-hmm. game with dungeons and cool dragons. And God, it took it took two campaigns before I saw a first dragon. <laughs> I was like, like three weeks away. That's and right. My mom told my wife, like, "There's no dragons." Well, like, There's the way, dungeons, but no right. dragons. I thought there were Plenty both in this game. Uh, you, you do remember who killed that dragon, right? That was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it was Paul's. No, character. it was my character. Yeah. Final blow. That was me. We'll talk about this later. Final blow. I loosened the lid. <laughs> That's right. And then he gets the credit. Thunder. 
Right. Was this the samurai that was overpowered yeah. that yes. did it? Yes. Yeah. But it's carried over. Somehow it's carried over into other campaigns. Nice. That have nothing to do. But, but you're totally right, Rebecca, in that it is not just like D and D is bad and then now it's neutral. It's like gone the other way, yeah. where people yeah. are like, "No, I want to actively encourage this." Right, <laughs> yeah. and it's not looking at a screen or anything like that. And I don't think. What, what is really cool about it is that it's not um, something that you need to force feed as a parent, too, because, uh, you know, uh, kids want to get involved in it. I, there's a little anecdote I saw on Twitter where a, a friend of mine does PR for Fortnite, and oh, he was talking wow. about how his friends were, uh, uh, he, was, he was at, like, an uh, arcade or something like that. Mm -hmm. So he was around teenagers who didn't know what he, was, what he did, uh, and they were talking about, like, oh, do you guys still play Fortnite? And then a, a teen said, like, oh, no, Fortnite's dead. Oh, God. Oh, and uh, Yeah, so he yeah. was, like, a little bit like that. And then and he's like, okay, well, what's what's what are people? What what what's the new hot thing? Is it like Apex Legends? Is it all these other things? And he's like, well, I don't know. Have you ever heard of this game called Dungeons and Dragons? And this is a team <laughs> oh, telling him okay. that. Wow. And so wow. I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, finally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's true because it has that open-ended feel. You know, there's 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 the digital games are wonderful and I love them, but there is a finite amount of things that you can right. do with them. And then once a child or anybody uh, interacts with D and D, you're like, there's so many infinite possibilities out there and I think that is going to set it apart from well, all digital games. I think it helps that there's the collaborative storytelling that that's in there. Yeah. Uh, that really and and you're and because of that you're building on your own character, you're building on your own lore and you're collaborating with the DM. In the past it used to be and I'm sure you remember this Greg, it's like encounter after encounter is a kind of meat grinder type um, yeah. dungeons for the most part and now I think D&D is really focused on the story. And that ties into another thing that's happened, I think, in a good thing for, for D&D in the last five years is the social justice aspect of it, the inclusion, Absolutely. the diversity. Uh, looking at Waterdeep Dragon Heist, you had a character in there that had, you know, was gay mm -hmm. and, and had, had a lover. And, and that, to me, is something that is good that we're seeing in RPGs, that we're including different strata of our society. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so. Jeremy Crawford has said it multiple times, but mm -hmm. he, as you know, a, a, one of the stewards of bringing mm -hmm. the book together, he was like, I just want to be able to uh, publish a game that has mm -hmm. someone like me within it. And that's very important. Just, you know, and he, he's, he even says, like, I don't want to put more extra attention on on gay characters, but I want them to just feel like the fabric right, of, yeah. of the, the, the town. And, I, and my own experience playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, uh, you know, in that little troll skull manor alley oh, area, yeah. there is uh, a non-binary yeah, uh, uh, elf character, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, the uh, mm -hmm. apothecary, and, mm -hmm. and they are, you know, I love that it's written in there. Like, this, you just politely corrects uh, if a wrong pronoun is used and I think just having that exposure to um, to folks who may not think about those issues in their day-to-day -day lives having it be a part of the fabric of the storytelling that's in D&D &D is is huge it's, it's kind of cool and I, and I don't really think about it I don't really care I, I have short hair I'm called sir a lot you know <laughs> and I kind of I just don't care but when I pick my characters I guess I just assumed they were I don't know kind of like guy kind of characters and then you see the little minis that I'm like no these are you can have big buff Women, barbarian, half orcs, whatever you know. Yeah. They have clothes cool. on now. Yes. Before, years ago, they didn't have any clothes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I know. We can blame Larry Elmore for that. That's true. Did you take him to task when you <laughs> talked to Larry Elmore? That's all his fault. No difference. Like the female characters are just as heavy hitting, and nobody really, oh, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's great. It's right. Very mm -hmm. equalizing, or just you know, yeah. 
It's fantastic, and 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 it doesn't necessarily have to be something that um, you know beats the drum of like that. This is yes. a part, and and that's what I love about it. And again, yes, from kind of casual. It's just in there, all yeah. these in, and it and, and it works because uh, I have a, a a dad friend of mine who's playing in my Waterdeep Dragon Heist campaign. He's never played D and D before, but he was excited to get into it. And we were picking minis, and he had a dwarf character that was a uh, I think it was a, a female dwarf but he liked the thing so much he's like you know what maybe I'm just a I'm a non-binary dwarf nice. yeah, and I was like nice. oh cool. yeah, yeah let's and, and we've Rock just on. been making yeah. that be canon for his for their yeah. character the whole time and it's been wonderful and I was very surprised that this you know uh-huh. that, that would happen and I, I encouraged it as much as I could yeah, yeah. absolutely cool. so you know great. you could be a female samurai hey I'm, I'm down with that <laughs> I could do that I could do that you know I was thinking that doing the Rick hey I was thinking about playing the summer character in the Rick and Morty adventure so and which, by the way, we still got yes, to do you that. Would. So. You should. Yes, yes. Um, Greg, you know, you were talking about you do your own DMing and all that. What does what does Greg Tito play on his off time? I mean, hmm. your job is D&D. Yeah. Do you still play D&D? Or oh, yeah. Play, and, and what other games do you yes, play? Yes, what are your favorite non-D&D games? Well, one of my favorites, which I've seen a bunch down uh, here, is Sushi Go and Sushi Go Party. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a card game, and it's got these really cute artwork about different uh, uh, parts of a sushi meal, right? So a Japanese meal. And uh, my kids love it. It's something the four of us mm-hmm. can play together. And they, like I said, they have a Sushi Go Party now, which, if you're a game designer, is a perfect like uh, way to practice your game design in a way because they they have little like deck building guidelines so you can be like oh here's here's a, this game but if you add in these cards this is a different mechanic that gets added or you can take out those cards and put in these other ones and then you learn a new game mechanic and you almost make your your deck um, depending on how you want to play and you can curtail it to like okay this is new beginner so that, let's go with a little bit easier mechanics but then Level them up right. as they go, and uh, it's really fun. Is there an expansion pack with a conveyor belt? I know. I wish uh, there is something like that as part of the cards, where you get to like pick and right. choose, uh, and you know, and it's a, and the winner of the thing is who makes the most delicious meal That's cool. at the end. And it's a nice family game too, right? That's how it should be. How can you do uh, but yeah, we play that. We play. Uh, I just played Catan last night, uh, getting some cool. of my, uh, my my friends in on that. They heard about it, of course, but I never played yeah. a, a lot, mm-hmm. so we're doing that. Um, I played uh, a lot of you know digital games. I still do play so Red Dead Redemption and uh, Galaxy. What was it called? Um, there's one that I, Rebel Galaxy. I've been playing a okay. lot over the break, which is a uh, kind of like you're you're a ship in the space. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> it's a sci-fi yeah. uh, a f- a flavored thing, but it's got those elements of you can play as a traitor or you can play as a you know a more warlike character oh, cool. if you want to, yeah. or you can. Um, just do quests and, and help out people and do things like that. So it's a, a nice, a, like you know, sandbox type thing. And I like cool. the ones like that as well as, of course, I play a lot of Magic on Arena. Uh, I didn't. I, I, I have a lot of paper Magic, and I never played mm-hmm. a lot of Magic: The Gathering because it ends up being sorting through paper cards is very difficult. <laughs> yeah. Unless you have yeah. that organizational alpha brain, yeah, it can right. be very hard. But I love the digital representation, um, and it is just one of those go-tos when I just want to 
unwind and play a few turn-based cool. strategy games uh, against uh, some matched components, uh, opponents. Cool. It's really fun. Some eight-year-olds beating you in yeah. New Jersey. Uh. <laughs> that, that is very true. I'm not very good, but it's still very fun. So as we uh, wrap this up, what's the, uh, what do you, what's the future hold for uh, D&D um, coming up? What do you see? Without getting yourself in trouble. Uh, right, of course. Yeah, so. Well, when is this going to go live? Uh, probably not till another... When would you like it to be? Well, as long as it's after tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Uh, well, we are going to announce uh, the Explorer's Guide to Wild Mount, uh, which oh. is a uh, publication we made in conjunction with Critical Role and Matthew Mercer. Uh, Basically, the source material for their second campaign of Critical Role okay. will all be in that. It's going to be published. It's going to be out on March 17th. Uh, so we're really excited about that, having a partnership with uh, all of the uh, creativity. I mean, you know, uh, as I mentioned earlier, like just the fact, you know, recognizing that Matt Mercer and, and that entire crew at Critical Role have done such a great job of proselytizing what makes D&D right. interesting yeah. and fun. And I know a lot of critters out there that will be excited about a D&D published Right. Uh, uh, um, source book that in the world that Matthew Mercer has kind of been playing in for the last five years. Very cool. Um, so that's really exciting. And then a lot of mm -hmm. dice products and things like that. We're right. really trying to make sure that we have something on offer for all different mm -hmm. varieties of D&D fans. Uh, as well as digital games is a new big yes. frontier. I'm waiting for Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, our friends at Larian mm -hmm. are just cooking up something really cool they and I can't wait to show company. off more of that. Yeah. Um, I think many people think, you know, Divinity Original Sin was basically an homage to mm -hmm. the old Baldur's Gates games and uh, they've been, you know, kind of pitching and excited about making the, the next iteration of Baldur's yeah, Gate for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So they have all that like creative energy pent up and they are uh, uh, ready to unleash it upon the world and that's gonna be really exciting. And then we just announced Dark Alliance mm -hmm. uh, in December. Uh, which is the first Wizards of the Game, Wizards of the Coast published D and D game? Which, okay, you know, uh, you might have been around for the Ataris and uh, the, all the other uh, D and D games that were out there. None of them were published by Wizards. We were never a, a digital game publisher. Right. Um, right. But now with Magic Arena and the ex success that that is uh, seen, uh, there's going to be a lot more investment of working with different development houses out there. But mm -hmm. having Wizards of the Coast be the the publisher of record, which right, you bought well, one. I think you bought a company. That's right. Yeah. Took Games mm -hmm. in Montreal. That's right. right. Um, and uh, and then we'll be publishing the game that they're making. That's right. Dust Dark Alliance. Which if you're a R.A. Salvatore fan or yeah. you played any yeah. of those, read any of those books, right. uh, you'll recognize the four characters in there, and you get to embody them. It's a it's a it's an action RPG. So it's all right. about. If you just want to, you know, okay. go home, yeah, slash some monsters, you, do after work. you know, and work together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still yeah. got D and D, you know, it's at its core because you're all, yeah, yeah, exactly. The four characters will be working together, so it has that element of it too. But it's not going to be the uh, the story heavy uh, experience that Baldur's Gate Three is going to be too. So we're trying to offer things for different players. Cool. You know, it's funny before you got here. You know, we we were all kind of talking about, hey, what's the next thing? We don't know because. We heard the announcement was going to be on Thursday, and then then it was going to be this week, and then you 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 did this uh, Laryl Silverhands, um, the the dice yeah. card, and so everyone's thinking, oh, it must be tied to that. It's got to be tied to that because that's how they they do these things. And so we were trying I to guess. You to think. I know, right? right? They threw yeah. us off. Uh, it's so funny because that that. that 
uh, the Laryl Silverheinz product, which is really cool too. It's a dice product that's just mm-hmm. like um, the Baldur's Gate Descent to Avernus dice set. Mm-hmm. Very similar in, in form factor and everything because we got universally people loved the the uh, story material in that as well as the the form factor of having like two different dice sets and things. So the whole uh, thing behind Laryl's was like, let's make an evergreen one that is not tied to a specific <laughs> yeah, campaign just right. so that we can get to more, you know, yeah. it's Forgotten Realms, so it definitely has a lot of information sure. for Forgotten Realms stuff and basically is many of the, the things in the Our Lore You Should Know segments, yeah. uh, yeah. topics in there. Just yeah. snickering, thinking. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then all, you might have noticed this too, but we changed our um, Twitter avatar image and so a lot of people were trying to be like all right that's a it looks like a gear which was the eberron thing yes. honestly we should Overthinking have changed it, it people yeah every and i like that i mean it's very yeah. it's very good to have people try to find right. the clues and figure out what's happening in this case no oh, okay in this case it was mostly just happenstance that people were trying to you know uh charlie day from mm-hmm. uh it's always sunny try to get the red lines of mapping yes. everything together uh, but maybe in the future there will be more uh, deliberate hints like that. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Greg, thanks a lot for coming on the show. How I mean, how can people get a hold of you? Which is really easy to do. But yes. <laughs> uh, I'm at Greg Tito on Twitter. That's yeah. definitely the best, uh, easiest way to uh, uh, you know, if you have got a question or anything, I'm very happy to answer when I can. Uh, mm-hmm. Or I'll find the people who know the information and and try to get it awesome. out there. Um, I also have an Instagram, which is uh, Greg underscore Tito. Uh, a lot more pictures of my kids on that one. But uh, I do have a lot of D&D flavored things, especially if we're at events or things like that. We'll... What, what would you think if your kids just hated games? Games <laughs> <laughs> suck, Dad. Honestly, I have very, I have considered this a lot. That's why I don't, I'm not, I'm not a D&D pusher with them because I don't want to be, you know, oh, screw you, dad. It it seems like it's just osmos to them. Exactly. I'm trying to give them all the tools, have it be aware and around, but I don't want to be that, uh, you must play this game because, you know. If I if I was told that, I think I would have rejected it. I think yeah. perhaps the satanic panic did it the opposite way for me. Or I was like, you tell me no? Yes. All right, well, I'm going to play more now. Yeah. Or when your daughter's 16, she says, I want, can I take out the card? And you're like, real persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nope, you didn't beat mine. All right, no. Are you really going to go study? I think that's a deception yeah, check, please. Yeah, nope, failed. And of course, Dragon Talk uh, every week. Yes. Um, you do D and D news once in a while, I think, on Twitch. We do that uh, every week, every Tuesday. Okay. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I should definitely plug Tuesday. the Twitch channel. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the heads up there. So that's Twitch.tv/slash/D and D. And you know, not only is D and D news there every 3 p.m. at on Tuesdays, uh, and then Dragon Talk at 12 noon on Fridays. This is all Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much great content of people making D&D stuff. We have, you know, recently brought oh, yeah. on uh, uh, Jason Acevedo from Realmsmith. He's doing painting of miniatures, which mm-hmm. I, I think is a fascinating pastime. I've never done it myself, but I like having an expert do it. And then he's using those minis in a campaign now. Uh, so you get to see how, like, the Dungeon Master can take awesome. mini painting awesome. and then, like, That's translate great. it to That's actual great. play. That's really cool. Rivals of Waterdeep is a fantastic show uh they're entering their sixth season very soon uh that's a crew from uh chicago uh people of color playing together in a studio and uh you know having their stories be told i like that because they're also um trading dungeon masters a lot so they'll do different different dungeon masters for each season so you get to see completely different flavors even within the same framework of, of the same characters having uh, awesome. new stories, and they'll be uh, diving into some fun stuff. I think, it, like I said, season six is starting very soon. 
That was cool. awesome. Again, Greg, thanks yeah, for coming thank on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. I know. That. I'm even great. just scratching the surface. I could go on <laughs> yeah, 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 plugging yeah. things if you give me more time. <laughs> Maybe suddenly, next suddenly feel super lazy. There you go. Next, <laughs> next OrcaCon we'll have you on here. Absolutely. You yeah. All right. And uh, we got to have you guys on Dragon Talk again, too, so we can uh, all right. start promoting yeah, all the fun right. stuff you guys are doing. That'd be awesome. Because it's great here in the PNW. You got to own your home market, yes. right? Yes. Oh, it's great being here because they're, I mean, all the all of the game designers are right here. Yeah, and that's awesome. that's been a funny side effect of this streaming community too. Not, I know you're trying to wrap it up, but no, I just keep I, talking. I'm um, a, I didn't want to take your time, so but there, I could be here for the next three hours. Go ahead. Greg. There are so many streamers <laughs> who are, I think are locating themselves to the the Seattle area. Um, I think rightly so because they're like, oh, this is where things are happening, right. and I think that's really exciting. It's because we're cool. Because it's cool here. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe not in this time period right now with the rainy season happening, <laughs> but it is very cool from uh, April to September. Well, rain, all your rain drives people indoors. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. To play games. Yes. Well, that's what I always tell them. All your great designers. Um, you know, Chris Perkins did not come from here. That's right. Uh, uh, Wolfgang Bauer, who used to work for Zero, uh, Wizards, did not come from here. Yeah. Uh, Chris Premis, all those folks. Uh, just kind of imported them in. Where but, did you move from? I'm sorry. Uh, I was in North Carolina most recently, but oh, I grew up in the Northeast. Oh, okay. Uh, so oh, you it, came a long way. Very different. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was a it was a change, but I immediately fell in love with the landscape as well as the cultural landscape Don't here. Don't miss the hurricanes? Don't miss the hurricanes. I just love that I can look in every direction and see mountains. Yes. Like it yeah. still yeah. amazes me. Just coming home, getting off my freeway and you see like the snow mm -hmm. covered. Yeah, and you're just like immediately go to adventure, right? You're like, what are, what's happening on top of that mountain? Yeah. And, you, and the and Northeast went, is not like that at all. It's very flat. And you went camping recently. You went to the, the rainforest and uh, yeah. don't worry, I wasn't stalking him. He yeah, said it on Dragon uh, Talk. It's true. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> did you notice, uh, but did you notice that car behind you? I did. <laughs> I was like, come on, Steve, bring some steaks. We'll throw one. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, no, that was it was uh, by the Olympic Mountains yep. uh, mm -hmm. and uh, like Skokomish State Park. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And uh, I forget, but then it's by a lake. Uh, so it's got this mountain runoff lake, and it's beautiful. We're going back there again. But oh, we good. found a, um, a campsite, which was like a walk-in campsite. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was, we were basically surrounded by trees nice. and moss yeah. and it's hard to find, hard to find and yeah. it was beautiful and we will go back there and I, I mean I went camping when I was in the northeast a lot and just didn't compare there's It'd a lot to play D&D at a campsite oh yeah there you go uh, I did that it's fun oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> it feels very much like you're you know uh, got the staff and yeah. you're stirring I want to get like magnesium and throw it in there too and like add like <laughs> special effects to your uh, dungeon mastering oh, yeah yes. oh my god I was playing with dry ice very recently too oh yeah and now I want to do it even more. I know. <laughs> Low-tech things. I, I, we're giving ideas all over the it's place here. You touch yeah, your tongue cool. to it. Yes. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so no. you're, you're a chaotic evil. Okay, good to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Wow, you know me. Yes, yes. Well, Greg, thanks a lot. This has been great. Yeah. You are wonderful. Do, Thank do you, you have a new favorite coffee mug in your life? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, <laughs> yes. They're, they're 20 ounces, uh, but I love the Lich uh, coffee you. mug. Uh, I, 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 I shared it on social yes. media, and so yes. many people were like, oh, my gosh, I need that. So yes. uh, as long as we get rid of the copyrighted artwork, I think we're good to, yes. to I mass market hey, that. I only made one. Only, well, no, I, made, <laughs> I made 10, and I handed out for Christmas presents. I didn't make no money off of it. Uh, by the way, Flumps. Uh, should be our new mascot for the NHL yeah, hockey team here. Yeah, yes, so. let's do it. Very I love it. Flumps <laughs> where it's at. All right, with that, uh, we'll wrap this up. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank, Thank you.
This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show. Oh, Greg. I love that guy. Me that was too. fun. Awesome. Oh, I want to yeah. do that again. Yeah. Now. Okay. Do you, what if we just waited outside of Wizards, like after work? Sure. You think he he would mind, right? You would, yeah. He'd be okay with that. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. I love how yeah. like you guys know a lot about kind of his world and what he does and everything, and I really didn't know anything. I just heard I didn't even know who he was. That's because we and didn't then listen to just Dragon. after you gotta listen to Dragon Talk, man. Oh my gosh, you guys! And Twitch. <laughs> I have to finish what I'm listening to first, and then I'll start the other. I can't even tell you what I'm listening to now because it's. So. Oh but, no! Listen um, to it. It's not another D and D podcast. Okay, it's right. great. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I learned a lot about uh, what he does and Dragon Talk mm-hmm. and Wizards of the Coast. And actually, Dragon Talk moved next in my queue after Excellent. I'm done with another D and D. Well, but and you, someday I'll listen to ours. I don't. <laughs> but why don't you listen to it now? That doesn't make any because sense. Because I'm not done. With but it, it's not. D&D. It's not like a. It's more like a story I know it's thing. not a story it's, because yeah. I like to eat my food on the army trays that separates the dishes. I like things separate and neat and Except organized and in a line. Whatever they are, whatever they are, that's how, that's how I am. That's okay. how I roll. That's Getting fine. to learn more about okay. me. Yeah. No, it's a little weird. Because I can't it's not do the next thing, thing until I finish. So the do one. you do that with the news? Like, do you just with the news? Yeah. Just, I, I only read the news about news. Russia, mm-hmm. and then. I'm done with that. So I'm I, done with CNN, all the CNN news. So I'm going to go listen to the I don't want to spoil when I'm going to get the coronavirus. I want it to surprise me. So yes, no, exactly. I don't I don't right. read the news. Oh, okay, okay. News. So, I don't know where we're going with this. It's no, totally off the rails. But speaking, so, yes. Did you know that the corona has taken has plummeted in sales? <laughs> yes, yes. Do you know that 38% of Americans are refusing to drink corona beer? Because that's how you get the virus. Because they think that's how they get the virus. See, that can't be true. I, that I mean, that I was a CNN I mean, news story. Those are some really dumb people. Those are some really dumb people. Yeah. Is it bad to say they're the ones who maybe yeah. should get the virus? No. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That, no. That, wow. <laughs> cut that part. Wow. No, we're going to leave that in. <laughs> yes. Yes. But oh, we do know this. They Survival don't play Dungeon fittest. Mayhem or play D&D. No. And speaking of Dungeon Mayhem, let's do yes. a quick little unboxing since yes, today, yes, today yes. is the release date. Okay. For... Um, the Dungeon Mayhem new expansion, because there was mm-hmm. the, the last one they had a few months ago with Minsk and Boo mm-hmm. and Jahira, I believe. Sure. Um, so there's, now there are six characters, but there weren't any rules for six-character play until today when this was released. And they've also added some new people. Are you going to say all the characters? I'm going to say the character okay. names and hopefully find pictures to put up. Mm-hmm. These are the new monster characters that come with the new expansion. Mm-hmm. We've got Lord Sinkerpuff. Who was a, a oh, dragon? Yes, we've got. Looks Hoots, like Pete's dragon. Yeah, a little bit. We've got Hoots who Magoots, who's an owl bear in yes. a party hat. We've got Doctor Tentaculus, who's a what? Are, what's who's it? Ithilin? No, it's a mind flare. Mind flare. Okay. Yeah. That's it. It's not enough to just. We've, do This is my favorite. My favorite is Blorp. Blorp is a gelatinous cube. Although Delilah Deathray is about the, the cutest beholder. She really is. You ever see. Mm-hmm. And then the best-looking mimic is um, Mimi Lachaise, who t- often takes the form of a chair. It's 
Delilah have the cat eye, the Amy Winehouse? The, how, do, how does she know bit. which direction to she, take I, I the don't point? Know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. She does good, though. <laughs> so other than that, you get, um, of course, new character cards you're playing. Woo! Which, cool, which yeah. is very cool. Six new characters. You get a box to keep your... Okay, a box to keep your stuff in. And mm-hmm. these are the dividers. These are the cards, dividers are, for the cards. Super awesome. cool. And, which and, go into the yeah. box slots. Mm-hmm. And it's you a also colorful, get pretty game. I really like it. A little box for your little uh, heart marker pieces. Little box. Nice. nice. Very nice. cool. Boxes. Okay. And you get um, the rules for the regular game and for the new six player rules. Ooh. So now you can play with all of your friends. I wonder how different it is. I don't know. Huh. But there's, a, but there's I believe there's rules for if you get knocked out. You still get to play. Oh, good. Oh, because sometimes you really just kind of get knocked out quickly, no, and the I, game's I, so fun because it's quick and easy. But then you don't want it to be. Yeah. That Doesn't it go on forever? If you sometimes can't. Don't you gotta knock them out? You'll have to read the rules, well, won't no. you? Yeah, Mister? you'll have to read the rules. Yeah. But, okay. All but right. uh, if, if if a player gets knocked out, they're still knocked out. But we but, play we played a six player. Well, yeah, we we, we broke as Shelley Massanova likes to say, we broke the game by playing it with the wrong rules. But we but had fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ran yeah. out of cards or. You ran out of something. I don't remember. We killed people. People died. Yeah. Actual people. I mean, not for real. Not actual people. Yeah. That would be bad. Yeah. Do you have so a anyway. favorite? Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite character? I, well, Don't I mean, just do the samurai I thing. Don't, Come no, on now. Well, no. I mean, I like them. You strike them. me the as a blur. I like them all. That's the problem. The best one is by far the well, rogue. I, I like how they show the... Yeah. Well, the wizard's pretty good because they get the vampiric touch. Yeah, the, 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 but the rogue gets nice. to steal the cards from the other players. Well, yeah, that's that. Think that this this is like unnecessary awesome detail. Right. They have the it's backs gorgeous. of their heads. It is gorgeous. And these are just the divider and cards. Well and well worth it. It's very nice. I love it. I'm just gonna call you Blorp. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna call you, you Blorp should. all night tonight during our D and D game. Blorp. Blorp. You know what? Uh, that's fine. Blorp. I like I like Blorp. Hey, blorp. Blorb. 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 Yeah. Blorb. It's oh. Blorp. So do Blorp. We ha- uh, uh, I'm right. Mm, you're wrong. No, you're. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. It doesn't matter. We should probably talk about Orcacon. Orcacon is the thing that happens every January. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, Orcacon. Get your your room and Mm -hmm. get your badge now. It's never never going to be cheaper. And same thing with Dragonflight. Yes. Dragonflight happens in August. It's a great convention. Mm -hmm. Um, Get your room. Get your badge. Because again, Orcacon's in January. Or it comes January. Yeah, she said that. Really early. Dragonflight's in August. Well, that's, that's fine. Ba- yeah. Badges are on sale. Buy them now. Mm-hmm. This is like what the, if you lose it between now and then? You don't actually get the badge okay. until you show up. All right. Yeah. We've got a whole system worked out to help people. For people we, like we, me. We actually tie it around their neck. Mm-hmm. And cinch it tight. <laughs> we could. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. I like to do things last minute. Okay. You're, you're, you, and pay more. Yes. That's what hey, I like to do. That's what everyone likes to pay more. All so, right. that's what's going on with this. All right. Super excited to play this game. You, you guys uh, ready to play some D&D? Yes, we're going oh, we're returning back to um, with Undermountain. No. Yes. Yes. Skullport to be Skullport. We're going to back precise. to Skullport. Uh, but before that, we got to get some poke. Poke at Ono Poke in Edmonds, Washington. Best poke in the state. Poke. That's right. All right. I poked you. So, uh, is that it? That's it. We'll wrap that's it up. It. All right. So, with that, embrace the nerd. And I hope you make that saving throw.
have been listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.